knows nothing can understand nothing. Plunge deeper into the darkness and your heart will grow even stronger. Good tidings and welcome to the Answer Report Podcast. This is episode number 46. Welcome. Wow. Salutations. It is a big week here at the Answer Report Podcast. I'm Mike, and with me as always is my brother Jason. Hello. Hello, Jason. We might be getting some new people listening to the podcast for the first time with all the Remind DLC news. So if that's the case, welcome. We are both brothers, and we love talking about Kingdom Hearts, and uh, we're excited that you're here. So yeah. So stick around. And it's going to be keep, it's going to keep going. We've been doing this shit for like 46 weeks, if not longer. It's longer, but like that's because we skipped a couple weeks in there. How like, dare we? Yeah, well, we're fake cage fans. We're not fake. Don't listen to this podcast. We don't have the real the real love for the characters. Stu, don't bring that up. Okay, anyway. <laughs> anyway, this week is big because we had a lot of Remind DLC news, and then we also have our question of the week we're going to go over. And we have the secret reports that Blue Kingdom so kindly reads for us every week. Before we get started with all the Remind talk, I just want to say, last week late, right before our podcast came out, I had a few people either hit me up on Twitter and Discord, posting me their Spotify podcast of the year, and it was us. Like, oh, like yeah. they've listened to our podcast the most the whole year using Spotify. We uh, love you guys. That's awesome. We Thank love you. you. That made me like feel like a, a giant baby swaddled in a cloud candy cloud rainbow rainbows it made me feel great so i i appreciate I feel like a million books i felt like i felt a little cool <laughs> a little cool uh so thank you guys that uh that had that and even if you don't listen on spotify and you listen on apple or whatever thank you for listening regardless we appreciate you guys and i just wanted to shout out those people that post that on their twitter because that's like people are posting like oh my artist of the year was ariana grande also my podcast of the year was the answer report podcast and i can't think of a bigger gap in popularity than those two things (laughs) and that's insane to me so thank you thank you for that you want to know something sad my my i don't listen to our podcast on uh i mean i'm subscribed on spotify yeah but if i ever listen to it it's on itunes because i have an iphone Mm. And so our, our my podcast of the year on Spotify was Tech Techathlon, the one that we listened to to do the add-on. Wait, oh. <laughs> so that was my podcast of the year on Spotify. Nice. Because I listened to 15 minutes of it as opposed to zero minutes. Yeah. But I listen, sometimes I listen to a podcast on Apple. Not 15 minutes. Not 15 minutes. Well, more than 15 minutes because it just doesn't keep track of that. Cause it's oh, Spotify. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for doing that. Let's get what's ours, Jason. Let's get into... The Remind DLC trailer that released. It was leaked on Saturday. It released officially on Tuesday. We're recording this on Tuesday. You're you're hearing it on Friday. I don't know why I said that with a question inflection because that's. When I mean, the, they could have wa- they could be listening to it way in the future. That's true. So uh, if you are listening to it way in the future, it's it's, it's 2025. Hello. Hello. Good to see you. Anyway, this trailer drops, and I think first we should. Uh, when we're we're getting into this remind DLC, I think the first thing we should do is go over the trailer. Okay, you know, kind of scene by scene. So the trailer starts with Hollow well, Bastion, Radiant Garden Castle, with Aerith talking to Riku, and also there's Yuffie there, and seven foot five, 
Alpha male Leon. Alpha male, alpha male Leon. Looking like he's cosplaying my brother Jason. Looking <laughs> looking thick as fuck. Looking huge. Dude, you can easily massive. do a Leon cosplay now if he's looking like that. That's true. They made Leon look, look swole. And, and tall. And tall. And I don't really understand why he's so big. Abnormally tall. Like he's he, like a whole head above Riku. He's a whole. I mean, it, and part Riku's of like standing back too. So if Riku got closer, would that make Riku shorter or taller? I don't know. Yuffie looks like her her PS2 model. Yeah, but, she's, she's but, looking kind of scuffed, but better or not as blocky. She looks. Her eyes look kind of dead. That's all. That's always as been it, as Yuffie, in though. like there's nothing going on behind those well, eyes. Well, she's probably thinking, when can I steal some materia? Because that's all she does. Okay, but or Leon, maybe she's dude, like, when can I? Say, that I hear the Keyblade unlocks all sorts of holes. Yeah, she might be thinking that too. But <laughs> Leon is looking just absolutely ginormous. He's like Lexius Zaldin sized. Right. I don't know what's going on there. Belts are looking pristine. This like, is the closest thing we'll ever get to a FFA remake. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I feel like that this jacket he's wearing quality. used to fit him. And then he got so damn huge that now it's like a half shirt jacket. True. Like, but it's all he guy. owns. Look at this guy. Anyway, Final Fantasy characters are back. That's the important thing. Jason, uh, you asked when we originally watched this where Sid, uh, the Kingdom Hearts Square Enix official website released high-res renders of Yuffie, <gasps> Aerith, <gasps> Leon, and, and Sid. Sid. So Sid, Sid is confirmed, or at least they made a render of him. Right. I guess that doesn't confirm him, but... He's got to at least be in one cutscene. Come on now. He's not in this trailer, but I'm assuming we're going to see the Final Fantasy kids uh, more prevalent than they were in 3 originally, which is not at all. So moving on, we have then a uh, Sora getting... He's at his Station of Awakening, and he gets swallowed up, and there's a big, beefy version of... Uh, Dark Inferno. Dark Inferno. Looking like y'all made fun of me how I wasn't a tough boss battle. I'm back, bitches. I'm back for some for some for some loving. Uh, so look out for that. Then quickly we cut to a scene of Aqua and, and she's then... staring at the heartless tornado. Yeah, well, it's but like... it's all dark. Yeah, Aqua. a billion. It's I don't know how they rendered this. They must have had like a pretty high end PC to render all this. Or like ten of them. Because look at all those Aquas, man. And I told Jason. This is like a dream. It's a nightmare for Aqua. It's a dream for me. Come get me, Dark Aqua. I'm ready. I'm ready, girl. And Sora says a line along the lines of, "This must be how Aqua felt." This is yeah, something along those lines. This is the despair that she feels. Right. And so a lot of people were upset about how Aqua kind of just folds during this part of the game. Yeah. But now we're seeing it from her perspective, so it seems like it's a little more reasonable. Yeah. They gave us some context for it. Moving on. He clutches his heart, and then we see Terranort sending the Guardian to crush Sora in his strong arms. He did the submit, dude. Yeah. What 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 does he say here? He says something about you've seen You've taken the forbidden path, and now yes. you must Thank you. be willing to make the ultimate sacrifice. Right. He says something which we don't know that he actually says that during this scene, but that's right. what's played over it. Yeah. Um he then sends a bunch of darkness at him. Then we cut to what's interesting, uh, the first interesting part of gameplay we see, where it is all the Guardians of Light. Uh, it shows them each performing different moves, and then eventually it shows them in a circle fending off the uh, 13 vessels that Goatnort shows us in Scala Ed Kayim. Yep. A uh, couple things that's interesting about this. One, 
there is a control panel at the bottom left. There is a boss health bar in the top right, but there is not a player health bar in the bottom right. Right. And you might say, oh, well, that's because this is just like a trailer. While later when we see a certain other character fighting, she has a health bar. No health bar here. Yeah, it kind of seems like it's just like a... Uh, Almost like a playable cutscene. Yeah, yeah, where you just kind of spam, which they, I'm fine with. You're right. And uh, it looks cool. It looks like it's above the Keyblade Graveyard after Kingdom Hearts is summoned by uh, Xehanort, Master Xehanort himself. Yeah, I think the idea is like people are like, well, once they opened like Xehanort's heart and like Sora, Donald, and Goofy go in, like, what the hell do the other do the other guys do? And it sounds like they. It seems like they fight the. Uh, the vessels. The vessels. Yeah. Even though Sora already fought them. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. We're, we're not going to do a whole ton of analyzing while we're going through the trailer. We'll do our analyzing after, but we're just going to mention certain things. Um, shout out to Blue Kingdom. Also, he had some points about this in the Discord, and this was one of his points: is that it was at the Keyblade Graveyard. Even though I think you and I caught onto that before. We yeah. That too. Yeah, we talked about that. Um. Then we have, of course, Zigbar versus Luke Sword again at Olympus. And uh, Luke Sword asks Zigbar, if this box is so important, why wait till now? And Zigbar's kind of holding the card still, and he's just kind of like... Well, it's, mm. the, it's the same scene it's as... It's the same scene as the last trailer. The right? last trailer. Yeah. But, like, interestingly, like, the subtitles that we got previously are way different than the voice line we got, but it doesn't really look like he's talking... Like it doesn't look like Lux or his mouth. No, is his moving mouth. Looks, the, the the way it's shot is weird. It looks like he's not. It looks like they're like standing completely still. Yeah. But his mouth is moving. Mm. It's just like I don't know. It's weird. Um. Then we cut to the Keyblade Graveyard. It looks like after the Sora and Riku versus Repliku and Zigbar fight. Yeah. Because there's just a vessel laying on the ground, and Demix returns, and he says, "Hey, you're still here," or something like that, and Riku goes. You're in the organization and pulls out his keyblade. Yeah, and that's all we get there. Then we have what uh, a little montage of what looks to be the secret bosses, or not the secret bosses, but the the new bosses that are in the DLC. The thirteen boss fights. The similar similar to Cage Two Final Mix, where we had uh, a bunch of one on a bunch of one on ones. Uh, the first one is with Terranor, and it looks like they have completely different move sets. It's not the same fights as you fought in the game, right? When you fought like Terranor, uh, we have Zemnis, and he's using his like traffic cones, and he's also got the <laughs> the white and black nothingness like beams that are all like squiggly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have Repliku, who has like I, they looked like the hourglasses that uh, to me that young Xehanort has, but they, they're slightly different. I don't know what, they're like darkness pedestals or something. They kind of look like some like lanterns almost. Yeah, yeah, something weird like that. Uh, we have <laughs> the boy and some Seeker of Darkness, and he's he's yelling, Submit! Dude, his attacks look so cool. Yeah, I'm really excited to fight him. And the arena looks slightly different when you're fighting him. Like, the floor is gone. Yeah. It's like all darknessy. And we were like, well, maybe that's his DM. But they show Zemnis DMing later, and his arena doesn't really change. So yeah. I don't know if that's just specific to Zem or to Ansem. We'll see. Um, then we have Larkseen, and she looks pretty similar to Final Mix. And then it has what we believe to be Zemnis's DM, where it's all the laser bits around you, and you have to block them all. Yeah, and they're going very too. fast. So then that's that's a cool little gameplay scene we get there. Then we cut to Sora talking about how he has always been told to follow his heart. 
mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he needs to follow the connection between hearts because all hearts are connected. And he's shooting his keyblade into Riku's station of awakening. But what's interesting about Riku's station awakening here is it's the chain of memories art. Yeah. Without the cards. So it has Riku and Ansem Secret of Darkness and Mickey Mouse and Nominee. And I, I just weird that they would use that art. Yeah. Don't you think? That's just weird. Riku's station of awakening hasn't changed since Calm. Yeah. I you don't know? know. I mean, maybe it's like he's not really jumping into the real Riku. Right. That's possible. And also, why is. And maybe he's jumping into Repliku. Right. And, cause, and that would make sense considering Sora isn't part of his station of awakening, which you think Sora would be. Right. Especially if well, they're gay lovers, like everybody says they are. Yeah. Well, also, like, <laughs> Namne isn't actually, like, super, super important to Riku. You know what I mean? He's important. She's important to Repliku, Exactly. Though. But also, at the end of KH3, Riku holds out his hand with the cherry blossoms. Right, right. The, so maybe, maybe he's got a crush. You know what I mean? Maybe he's like, I like that little blonde girl. What's good? What's good, girl? Anyway, it cuts then to uh, the final world with Kyrie dropping down with Sora and talking about how beautiful it is, and they're holding hands. They're holding hands. And then it cuts to playable Kyrie. What the fuck? With Sora... Um, Running away? <laughs> you sprints away immediately. <laughs> uh, but he's her companion, and he has a health bar, and then she, you have a health bar for Kyrie, and they're fighting Goatnort. Um, the million keyblades with Kingdom Hearts in the background uh, above the Keyblade Graveyard, and she does w- what looks to be her shot lock, which looks insane. Yeah. It's like some cloud strife ass meteor rain <laughs> bullshit, and then she flies through it. So people should be happy about that. Then we cut to Scarlet Kyum, where Sora is uh, Tony Hawk grinding around the city. It looks like you can explore Scarlet Kyum. We have my favorite part of the trailer with Axel, Shion, and Roxas. And they're they're facing against somebody. It doesn't exactly show you who. Right. I'm assuming Syax, but and Axel says, Shion, Roxas. And then their hearts kind of like and they glow. Go, ping, and it makes a ping noise. He goes, Let's get what's ours. And I'm yeah. like, Hell yeah, dude. Let's get what's ours, Axel. You said it wrong. Did I? What does he say? Get what's ours. He doesn't say let's. No. Okay, whatever. I know par- your favorite part of the trailer, bro. I was paraphrasing. Know your favorite part of the trailer. Get what's ours. Whatever. Okay, same thing. <laughs> anyway, we cut to a scene at... What is this place called again? Oh, uh, are you talking about... Uh, the, uh, the... It's not It's not the Chamber of Repose or anything like that, cause, or Chamber of Waking. No, what is the place called? Like... This, uh, Ah! <laughs> what is know. it called? I don't know why I can't think of it either. The time it's a place where people <laughs> arrive. <laughs> it 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 it's where they all trained. It's Castle Oblivion, but then it's not it, <laughs> Daybreak Town. No. Ah! You ever have a brain freeze cuz you cuz you eat your ice cream too fast? I'm consuming Kingdom Hearts content too fast, and now I'm having a heart freeze. <laughs> my heart is... The Land of Departure. Land of Departure. Got my brain... You fu- said arriving, <laughs> but they're leaving. <laughs> my, my brain fucking departure. There. Uh, so they're in the Land of Departure, and it's Riku and Aqua. And Riku, with the exact same cadence as John Cena, says, are you sure about this? 
<laughs> and Aqua says, yeah, I'm not alone this time, and smiles. Then everybody in the world immediately was like, I ship it. Exactly. That's how I feel. And then we have what is the craziest part of the trailer. Sora stands up into the final world, which is dark and full of stars, and he yells, no answer, and he starts running towards a figure. And then we hear, I've been having these weird thoughts lately. But it's said by both Sora and a different voice actor, and then it's overlapped. Yeah. And it's Yozora. And they're face to face. And he's like, what? And Yozora's like, is any of this real or not? So then it's like Kingdom Hearts Remind DLC comes out January 23rd on PS4, uh, February 23rd on Xbox, and pre-orders start today. And I've pre-ordered it, Jason, and I will tell you that it comes with a theme. I've, I've read that if you're in Europe, you don't get the theme right away. Why? I don't know, but the theme, you'll get it the day that Remind comes out, and that sucks, but... The that theme, is big whack. That is big whack. The theme's pretty cool. It's um, Sora sitting on the throne doing the Noctis pose. And it plays the version of Dearly Beloved, which was previously only available in a theme if you have the PS4 Pro, which the is Kingdom Hearts version PS4 Pro, theme. which I have sitting right in front of me. And so I'm a little mad that they included the theme with it because I paid for that theme. I paid for that that version of Dearly Beloved. Now everybody can have it. Um, for those, um, I remembered this. Um, for those that want to know, my uh, my my Union Cross squad. It's the it's it's the it's the same art from the Metal Art Twenty. Okay. Op Metal. Cool okay. Metal. I don't know if it's Op anymore, actually. To be honest. Right. Yeah, you haven't played Union Cross. I have Cross no in idea. Months. There's Jason Union Cross. Five minutes. <laughs> So then the last screen of the trailer, which w- this wasn't on the trailer that leaked, but on the official trailer, is it says Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind, $29.99. Oof. And it includes additional story, colon, Remind, limit cut episode and 13 boss battles, secret episode and boss battle. Oh, shit. Data greeting feature. Huh? <laughs> slideshow feature. Huh? Premium menu. Ooh. Parentheses. Diverse difficulty settings and gameplay challenges. Oh. Then you can also get it with a concert video, 19 tracks, for $10 more, which I'm assuming is just from the World of Trace. They recorded one time. I'm assuming but the Osaka. It would, be, it would be cool, but it's like... I. Can I have it on my phone? Well, that's like, why I, I ultimately preferred the twenty nine ninety nine version because it's like this is just gonna sit on my PS four, right? And I'm never gonna watch it. And I have two episodes of The Walking Dead that I bought on my Xbox three sixty back in the day because I want like I couldn't watch the episodes I was behind and they weren't on Netflix or anything. Uh-huh. And I every time I see them, I, I absolutely regret it. <laughs> I watched them once. I paid like three ninety nine each for them. Right. And it's like, what the fuck am I? I oh yeah, let me boot up my Xbox to watch this Walking Dead. What the fuck? Yeah. Fuck so that. yeah, so I, I decided not. And then there's also, and this is confusing the way they they set it out. I've seen people say, wait, I have to buy the concert version to get the rest of this. No, there's free DLC yeah. version. So. There's free stuff that comes. There's a free if, patch that comes out. Even if you don't get Remind. And that includes a main story update, new abilities added, Keyblades Oathkeeper and Oblivion, plus new form changes. And there's in-game requirements in Kingdom Hearts 3 to acquire the Keyblades. So I'm assuming you have to do something in order to get them. And then sharing features expanded. So I can take more than 10 photos? 
Well, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Before we analyze this trailer more than we have, there is a interview. An interview. One interview. One interview with Nomura from Famitsu that the people at KH13 have posted, translated, for me to read to you guys. Shoutouts. Shoutouts. It's a very short interview, so I'm going to read the whole thing to everybody here. So you came to the orchestra and directly revealed some information. What made you do that? And Nomura says, You see, it wasn't originally planned for me to come. I wanted to entrust the message to Irino or even to Achiroma, but since it was a sun request, the preparations were insufficient. As I tried to write the explanation in the message, I realized it'd be better if I came and told it all directly. So Nomura going that extra mile. I mean, yeah, imagine having to explain explaining it. Right. Imagine having to explain explaining Nomura. Exactly. Nomura's here in the corner tied up and uh As he, usual. He, he, as usual. And he confirms that uh it would have been hard for him to explain the explanation. In text. Like, come on now. Right. So the interviewer says, up until then on the Kate series, there weren't any modes like that. It looks like there was a ton of laughter coming from the audience. Nomira says, the December trailer will be showing new battle scenes and events that will be added to the series. What I introduced in the orchestra will not be on this trailer. Because I don't know if you remember in the orchestra, they talked about the um, premium menu, as they're calling it, uh-huh. which has like the black code mode and the, um, fa- the fast pass. Okay. And that was in what he showed at the orchestra. But that's not in this trailer. He later then explains it's because he showed the photo mode, and he believed that if scenes from the photo mode were added to the trailer, people would be confused, unable to tell if the scene is real or just a fabrication for photo mode. True. Makes True. Sense. The interviewer says, it looks like the fans are hyped for such a photo mode. He says, indeed, laughs. I got a ton of requests such as, I want to do this with this character, followed by, and I want them both on that background. And I explained that photo mode allows for a great variety of shots that you can take in-game. The interviewer says... People who play the Kate series tend to grin at such moments. And Nomira says, Sadly, even with the addition of photo mode, we will be unable to increase the photo saving limit due to data limitation. This is the darkest timeline. I think 99 photos is what you can have. How can you only have 99 photos, dude? I'm pretty sure that's right, right? It's something like that. You can't... Like, I remember, like, we, we had to delete a bunch of photos when we were doing all of the Lucky Emblems. Because we had a handful of like actual pictures that we kept. Well, once you do the lucky emblems, though, you don't need to keep those photos. Right. So right. you still have a decent amount of photos. I think it's 99. So you should only save to storage the photos you truly like, huh? Moving on about the premium menus, fast pass, and black code mode. What made you want to create that? And he says, I originally wanted to make a mode harder than critical, inspiring myself by on Bushido Blade, a Square Enix title originally released in 1997, where there was a mode that you could adjust and enemies could one-hit KO you. Laughs. Dear God. Interviewer says, huh, Bushido Blade, that takes me back. Then Namira says, but then I realized that would make too p- impossible to clear mode, so I decided I'll make it so you can adjust to your liking. That way the player will be able to adjust the game to a comfortable and enjoyable difficulty for themselves. Huh. That was nice of him. Nice. Sounds like he was just going to be like, Here's destroyer mode or whatever he would call it. <laughs> yeah. And just say, Fuck you. And then he realized <laughs> that's probably not the way to go. <laughs> Impossible to clear mode. So the interviewer says, so if someone's feeling really confident, they can set the difficulty so the enemies can one shot them. Nomir says, that was the idea, but I've decided not to go too overboard. But I did make it so you can't really set it to max- maximum without some great confidence in your skills. The interviewer says, is it 
difficult to clear even among the development staff? Nomira says, we're in the middle of debugging right now and we're making a ton of adjustments so that the game doesn't become impossible. I've seen some people struggle even on beginner difficulty. And that's why I introduced Fast Pass, because then a player can enjoy the story without worrying about combat. Though let me say, finding the perfect balance is difficult, as what is deemed easy for me may not be easy for the other. Difficulty is... Dude, it's Nomura's, kind of, he's fucking good. Nomura is a you, galaxy you, brain. Right. Dude. I mean, you think, like, the fucking speedrunners at GDQ have stand a chance against Nomura? No. They don't. I don't care if they got I've three seen, runners. I've seen some of the runners. They, they don't stand a chance against Nomura. <laughs> Especially in a conversation. Even while he's tied up in the corner, yeah. he'll still beat them. Right. And and they're, some of them are just too cringy and awkward to even I mean, take on no especially like Especially if it was like a race setting where it's like sitting side by side. Yeah. Namir would laugh at them. Yeah. Well, they're also <laughs> too busy like creaming themselves. I mean, I... If I w- if I didn't have no mirror in studio every every Tuesday to record with, <laughs> I would probably cream myself too. Uh, full disclosure: the first two times he was here, I yeah, I might have made a mess of my pants. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about whipped cream here, people. Jesus, he, you'll like this one, Jason. The interviewer says, "Is it possible to access the premium menu while in game?" Context: You loaded your save. Can you still access the premium menu, or do you have to go back to the title screen to do it? No Mario says you can. Though there are moments in the story where you're unable to access the menu. <gasps> the interviewer says, for, so for example, if you're in critical mode but you feel like it's too hard, you can just access the premium menu and crank down the difficulty a bit? And Namir says, correct. You can set it however you'd like. Wait, so what you, what you said last week is correct. But like just the straight up difficulty too? I thought it was like, okay, I, I think- you have a critical mode save, right? And it's stuck to critical mode. But you can change and tweak some things using fast Right, that's what he's that. saying. Okay, okay. That's I thought you were saying, saying like... Well, no, they're uh, saying you're, you're in critical be- mode and it's too hard for you. Can you change some things about it? And he said yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yep. I thought it meant like, oh, now you're on proud mode. No, no, no. You're on critical, but you put it on fast pass, so you're really on baby mode. True. I like baby mode. Baby crit. That's like what Baby Yoda plays on. <laughs> baby crit. <laughs> Interviewer, will the December trailer be the last trailer for Remind? Nomura. It will, as such. This trailer will feature layers and layers of explanation, and I'm pleased to announce that many fans will definitely enjoy the trailer. Nomura-san, even after Remind's development is all set and done, are you still you still are supervising the FF7 remake releasing in March, correct? And Nomura says, I apologize, but I can't say much about that. But one thing I can say, look out for the special-dressed Moogle. It's just going to be like a Moogle dressed as, like, Sephiroth. <laughs> There's just no Sephiroth fight. (laughs) Well, no, he's talking about Remind. Yeah, I know. He's talking about FF7 Remake. Oh, there's a... Oh, okay, so maybe there's like a... uh, One that looks like slightly He says he can't say much about Final Fantasy VII Remake, but he says look out for the special dress Moogle. I thought he was saying the special dress Moogle in... No, not in Remind, in in Final Fantasy VII. Because they asked him about Final Fantasy VII. So yeah, that's a little little interview that came uh, with this, and it was in Famitsu. Thank you to KH13, because that's where I got the uh, translation from. I don't know who translated it, but whoever did, thank you. Appreciate it. Pre- appreciate you. So, analyzing this trailer, Jason, what uh, what stuck out to you about this trailer? I mean, honestly, the whole trailer, because it's like it seems like every single gripe that people have, it was like Nomura was like, okay, what is everyone saying about KH? And he's like writing down on his notepad, mm-hmm. and he's like, no Final Fantasy characters. Uh, can't explore Scala and Kylum. 
Not enough boss fights. Kyrie isn't cool. Kyrie's yeah. useless. Uh, I want to play other characters. Like, like what the fuck like, happened in the Keyblade graveyard? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the hell was the entire last chapter of this game? Let me read you the uh, blurb that came with the trailer originally when it leaked, and I don't know if this. Where is changed. Oathkeeper and Oblivion? Yeah, that's another one. So, here we go. Remind, the other tale that unfolded during the climax of Kingdom Hearts 3. Determined to rescue Kyrie, Sora travels to the Keyblade Graveyard a short time before the final battle was to take place. Lacking a corporeal form, he traces the hearts of the seven guardians of light. Through experiencing their personal battles firsthand, Sora is about to discover truths that he has never before imagined. So, it sounds like we were right, and that Sora's going back to try and change what happened in order to save Kyrie. Yeah. So so Master Xehanort doesn't crystallize her or whatever happened. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Uh so some of the stuff we see in the trailer is clearly, hey, this is just the fun boss fight bullshit. And that's right. like, you know, fighting uh Terranor and Ansem and Xemnas and Larxene and mm. Repliku. That stuff. And then we've also seen a Zigbar one in a previous trailer. Mm, yep, yep. And well, I think we should clarify at least what we may, what we mean by like changing. So the idea was that okay, like the idea is he goes back in time, but Kyrie gets like abducted or whatever and then killed. Like that was the main problem. Well, the idea is if he went back in time and changed it, he would just be like, okay, how can I make it so I can be with Kyrie, but at the same time, the others still succeed. Right. And so I think that's what the idea is right. with with seeing, oh, I, with, the one part that didn't make a lot of sense was like with the Aqua and it must be later with Aqua and Riku being in. Uh, yeah, see, there's a lot of this. Yeah, it seems like a lot of it is set after the game, too, though, with Riku talking to the Final Fantasy character and saying we haven't been able to find Sora. Right. Which is like the worst set of Riku voice acting I've ever heard, by the way. We yeah. still I think haven't it's... been able to find Sora. Right. I, I feel like it's just cut together weird. Okay. That's possible. Um, and then we have Aqua and Riku in uh, the Land of Departure. And I, th- why? And then she says, don't worry, I'm not alone this time. She wasn't alone the first time either. I she... mean, she locked herself alone inside there. <laughs> like... Like well, when she puts the dome down, like you could have put the dome okay, down a yeah. little bit back. But I mean, in general, they're at the, they don't they're at the front of the land of departure. They're not even in the area where she fought uh, Vanitas. But Sora, Donald, and Goofy were with her. Yeah, the first time she went. So what? Uh, what do you even mean, Aqua? Yeah. So there's a lot unanswered here still, and um, I it, it's in, it's going to be interesting to find out in you know a little over a month what exactly is going on here. Uh, I'm very excited for it. Yeah. And I'm excited to see Swole Ass Squall back. Oh, yeah. You know, looking big as fuck, dude. I wanna. <laughs> I wonder if he has voice lines. <laughs> you, you know what? <laughs> well, they had Aerith talk, but Yuffie and Squall were looking like, mm, we didn't get any voice lines. <laughs> you know, like they were sitting there like, Mm. I swear to God, if Sid is mute in this game, Sid will not be mute. I send it back. Sid will drop a goddamn it. I hope so. On on Riku. Let Sid say fuck. <laughs> God, God damn it, boy. That's what I'll say to Riku. 
You you boys, you you're gay for that sore, aren't you? <laughs> That's what he's gonna say. <laughs> he just calls it out he how just it calls is, bro. It out, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm excited to find some characters back. A lot of people have said that means. Why are you so worried about? We're Sora? gonna get Sephiroth version 3.0 as a boss fight. I don't know, maybe because there's 13 boss fights and then there's the secret boss mm. fight that's listed in this uh, in this thinger dinger here. Secret. It was secret episode. Secret boss. It, fight. It's limit cut episode and 13 boss battles. Secret episode and boss battle. So, hmm. to me, the secret episode in boss battle would lead you... Okay, there's, here's my thought. Here's my thought, okay? There's the additional story remind, which is what Sora's doing. Yeah. Okay? There's the limit cut episode in 13 boss battles. I'm not sure what the limit cut episode is, but those 13 boss battles are definitely like the 13 darknesses yeah. that you fight, right? And like the kind of... You can pick different characters to do it and da 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 the secret episode in boss battle is Riku going around trying to find Sora. Okay. And that includes the Final Fantasy characters. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're in Hollow Bastion, that's the one spot to fight Sephiroth. Right. So that's the secret episode. I don't fucking know what the data greeting feature is. <laughs> no clue what that is. Um, I swear to God, if it has anything to do with Jiminy. It sounds like it does. Uh Slideshow feature is putting the photo mode together. Yep. Which is interesting that that's in the paid DLC, but the photo mode is in the expanded sharing. Fe- well, maybe, I guess, no, that could be the photo mode too, the new photo mode. Mm. Interesting. And then the premium menu is the gameplay. Difficulties. Yep. Yeah. And then if you go down to main story update with the free DLC, I don't know what part is going to be free and what part's not. I'm assuming that part where it had all the 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 seven guardians of light fighting the thirteen vessels. You think maybe that's added on to the game, or maybe the the. You know what I mean? Yeah. What 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 part of that trailer was story that that isn't included in Remind but is in the base game? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's got to be something like that for them to even mention it, right? Or maybe it's just some stuff they added to make Remind make more sense. Maybe. Like, contextualize it. Drop some maybe bigger Maybe it's a changing the secret movie. Mm, maybe. Uh, new abilities added, which just sounds like, no, dope, some more fun moves. Right. Um, well, also probably, like, part of, like, Oathkeeper and Oblivion. Right, and they have new form changes. So that's the free stuff. So that's my the additional story Remind is the sore bit. The limit cut episode is... I don't know what the limit cut episode is. I don't know what that means. The secret episode is definitely the Riku going around post-game and trying to figure out where Sora is. Yeah. Oh, no! I know what it is. What? The secret boss battle is Yozora. That's the setup for the boss battle with Yozora. That, that's, this, isn't, this isn't a story. Oh. This is, there's no story there. He shows up and you fight Yosora in that oh, in that dark final world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we were we were sitting here going, "Oh, it's part of the remind thing." Da, da. It's not. That's the boss. It's the secret boss. Oh my god, you cracked the code. But I wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait. Last time you fight up when there was a secret boss battle it was the boss from the next game right that's all i'm saying so yozora well a lot of people i've seen this on on twitter a lot 
and on our own Discord. Shout out to our Discord. You should join if you haven't. The, the mystery star you talk to in the final world, a lot of people are like, that's Sterletzia, right? Uh-huh. A lot of people are now thinking it's the girl from the Verum Rex trailer. Oh, so Yozora's girl. Yozora's on a journey to find her. And then because you- at the end of the, the Verum Rex trailer, they're like, she's like floating up into the sky into this giant like portal thing, and he's like yeah. reaching out for her. So because they're both on similar missions right and because when she whispers to him who she is or who's looking for her sort of like makes a face but if it was marluxia he doesn't say shit to marluxia well he he wouldn't even know who streletzia is well right but she i think she the it's it's implied that she tells him who's looking for her Uh. or like who she's waiting for and he doesn't say to marluxia hey uh you're your sister's waiting in the final world for you know what I mean? Like he doesn't say shit to Marluxia. Yeah. So it's like what 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 it could be this other girl, whatever her name is, from Verum Rex. Yeah. So that's interesting. People are putting that together. Yeah. Possible. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that's a boss fight. That's the secret boss fight. Well, cause then like the other idea we had was, you know, when cause it, it doesn't look Unlike the final world, where the ground is water. Yeah. But it's the night but, sky, because it's Yozora. Right. Which means night But sky. then there's also, like, a cloud in front of, like, a moon. Oh, yes. As uh, they're walking towards yeah. each other, it's a brief clip, and the, there's clouds. Like, they show the panning shot of them, like, walking towards each other from a distance. I think it's, distance. like, the only cloud in the sky. It's the only <laughs> cloud in the sky, and it starts to move, and you start to see a light behind it, bigger than a star. And I think it's got to be the Kingdom Hearts moon. Yeah. But then they quick cut back to like him looking at Yozora. Right. So I think that's probably what happens is it pans out again once they like stop walking. And then the Kingdom Hearts is revealed in the background. Like, yeah. If you watch a trailer, you'll see what I'm talking about. There's and then like it a... just turns into a boss fight. Right. And Sora then... goes, why do I hear boss music? <laughs> Plus Duel of the Fates. <laughs> and fucking Darth Maul drops down. Dude. Disney owns Star Wars, man. Oh, fuck. But not just Darth Maul. Fucking spider legs Darth Maul. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. Shit. And Yozora and Sora have to team up to fight mm. spider legs Darth Maul. Hmm. Okay, okay. 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 And then he kills he kills Yozora before you cut him in half, and he falls down a thousand-foot shaft Oh, to his death. But not really. But later to come back with even more spider legs. Wow. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, uh, I see a lot of people on Twitter and different places going, man, it really feels like they planned this the whole time, but they're greedy, so they're releasing it as DLC. <laughs> Let me just say something. How here. dare you say that about Nomura? You know what? That's possible. Sure. I actually think this was planned as far as this is how he wanted the story to go. Okay. Yeah. But if you think they were sitting there in late last year when Kingdom Hearts is going to be released in January. It was already delayed. And they're going, well, we could add more shit and get it done by January, but uh, we're going to wait and make it DLC, so you got to pay more money. If you think that was like the the what they were doing, you're fucking stupid. Well, also, I'm like, sorry. The- like, the... the there's no way. It's possible they were like, hey, I wish we could put this in, but we ran out of time. We've already delayed this game 10 fucking years. Right. Like, yeah, 
I'm sure they wanted to do this from the get-go, but they couldn't. <laughs> and so they're like, oh, well, why aren't they doing it for free? Because it should have been part of the game. No! You're telling me you would have been happy with Kingdom Hearts being delayed another year? Right. Like, no, fuck that, dude. Like, the... This there is a there's a timeline where KH it doesn't get released until this January or ever right because they just keep adding more stuff right yes Nomura had a plan for what he wanted I completely 100% agree with that yes I'm sure they were like hey we could release this as DLC but to think that the only reason they did it was to scam people out of more money <laughs> like that's just so ridiculous yes they're a business they want to well, make money but come on and it feels like the whole DLC is like shit that everybody wants yeah why are you upset <laughs> like calm your tits man well like come on if you see that first trailer is so bare bones there's not voice acting like yeah it's not like the shit was done yeah and they're like let's put it in our dlc vault <laughs> wait a minute you included that boss fight cut that from the game we'll include it as dlc <laughs> money 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 they're not mr Krabs. well and they're all okay also like it's not like this is unlike anything that's ever happened before with final mix hd oh final mix hd like People, what this is brand new for $30. People on the internet just always want to find something to complain about. And it's like, just stop complaining. People on the internet only want one thing, and it's fucking It's fucking disgusting, disgusting to complain. It's all they want. This is going to be awesome. I'm psyched. I'm psyched. I'm so hyped. I am so hyped for Remind. Uh, we took days off work already for it. True. We're going to be playing it and, and podcasting it. and True. Doing all that shit. Maybe some streaming. Maybe. We'll see on the streaming. Maybe uh, some streaming. But yeah, we're very excited. We want to know what you guys think of Remind. Is there anything else you want to say involved with Remind? No, dude. It's literally just everything I want. I'll, I I really hope there's a Sephiroth battle just because I feel like that makes it come full circle. Um, I'm, I am a little disappointed that they like laid out how many boss battles there are in the DLC. Like, I get why they did it, but I kind of wanted to be surprised. That's true. Like, like saying oh, there's shit, 13, there's but then just going, there's one secret boss battle. You know? Just, uh, I would have liked, you know, the a surprise. little more mystery. And maybe there is. Maybe they're not. Maybe I'm, you mm, know. Yeah, maybe. That's the only thing I'm looking at this and going, uh, you know. I wish they would have kept it a little more secretive. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, hoping if Zora is not the secret boss, then it's Sephiroth. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. Well, because it makes sense. In like they're back in Hollow Bastion. Right. Based on what we saw, I don't think we're like going to Hollow Bastion in like gameplay form. I think it's gonna be a lot like uh, Yensid's Tower. Yeah. Where it's not yeah. Somewhere we go. But, like really. you can go move around. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't think it's going to be like a... Like, it's not an entire world. Like, there's oh, some rooms. There's a there's a keyhole to lock in Hollow Bastion, Radiant Garden. Like, I don't think it's... No, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I still don't know what data greeting feature means. It's the Jiminy Cricket boss battle. I, I wish. I just want to hang Ooh. Jiminy Cricket from a noose. Oh, my God. Break his little cricket neck. Uh <laughs> All I need is some <laughs> some yarn. <laughs> yeah. Some yarn and a small cardboard box for him to stand on. Like, pull it away. Uh, oh my yikes. God. Anyway. 
Uh, that's all I think we got to say for Remind right now. We'll probably talk more about it in the weeks to come. Uh, we want to know what you think of Remind. So let us know either on YouTube in the comments or on our Discord, which you, there'll be a link uh, below on YouTube and on whatever podcast you're watching or podcast service you're listening from. There will be a link to the Discord so you can come hang out and talk about Remind with us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah we have oh, a yeah. specific channel just for DLC. I might rename it to the Remind channel. The Remind so channel. So we can remind each other. But anyway, yeah, that's exciting. Uh, we're, we're, we're jacked, dude. I'm so jacked. Oh! I just want to... I'm as jacked as Leon. No one's as jacked as Leon, dude. That guy, <sighs> that guy needs to be tested and outlawed from any professional sport because <laughs> he is just jacked out of his mind. He's like Buff Riku, like the Buff Riku meme, but he's Leon. <laughs> you know, Buff Riku. I forgot about that. Yeah, meme. Buff Riku. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna take a quick break. We've been talking about Remind for about forty-five minutes now, which is insane. We have a audible ad from our our good friend hallelujah and this one is uh coming straight from the 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 white witch herself nominee wow we'll see what nominee has to say the audible ad and when we come back we will discuss last week's question of the week and the, the secret report 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 from Blue kingdom so thank you all and we will be right back. Hey guys, before we get to the Hallelujah Audible ad, there's a quick ad I want to push here. The Box, a very renowned member of our Discord and someone who's helped us with this art that you see on our podcast right now, has made a sticker version of that art with the Anthem Report podcast on it. Uh, we'd like to urge you guys, if you'd like a sticker like that, to go to her Redbubble store. We'll have a link in the description below, and there's also a link on our Discord if you want to check it out. It's pinned to the um, general chat channel. And, uh, yeah, she's selling them pretty cheap, like less than two bucks. Go buy a bunch of them. It's high Stick- quality. It's, it's she's got super, high quality. super good reviews. And check out her other stuff on her Redbubble store because there's some cool stuff there, like some cool Bloodborne stuff and Kingdom Hearts stuff uh, that, that she's selling because she's an amazing artist. What a talent. Any nerd could find someone something they like there. And just in time for Christmas, too. But, yeah, uh, go buy stickers and, like, put them all over the damn place. <laughs> like This is, like, viral advertising. <laughs> I want someone to walk by a telephone pole and go, The Ansem Report Podcast? Hmm. And type it into their phone <laughs> and then go, I don't know what an Ansem is, but I like it. <laughs> About a year ago, some things happened, and I had to take apart the memories chained together in Sora's heart. But now, I'm putting them all back exactly the way they were. It's taken me a long time, and it's been boring as hell. Did you know most of his memories are just of him trying to figure out how magnets stick to the fridge? There's only so much of that I can take. So, to keep myself entertained, I've been listening to books with Audible.com. Riku and I just finished listening to a book on how to be vague and cryptic for plot convenience. But pretty soon, Sora will be his old self again. And the free 30-day trial I got by going to Audible.com forward slash Anthem Report will be over. Just like your summer vacation. I'm sorry. I guess some things really are better left unsaid.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jason, get what's ours. Welcome back to the Handsome Report podcast. Yeah, let's get what's ours. No, don't mock me, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Uh, we're going to get to the question of the week. Thank you for that. This week's question of the week was, add something to a cutscene of a Kingdom Hearts game. Similar to... To Jiminy Cricket accidentally being stomped. Accidentally being slaughtered. Just as his long-lost family finally finds him, and they watch him die. (laughs) Similar to Josh, who sent us an email last week saying, add Merlin to the Yen Sid bomb dropping scene when he drops in. So we really liked that, so we said, hey, that's the question of the week. So starting off is Sean 2.0, Mike's Union. And Sean says... I wrote way too much, but it's on you guys for asking us to write something. Changing the cutscene after the final boss fight in Cage 3. The lead up to the cutscene is exactly the same. Sora almost dies. Goofy and Donald help him. They do the DBZ beam struggle and weaken Xehanort. Okay, okay. This is where it goes differently. While Xehanort stands there trying to balance on the Keyblade, Sora continues his attack. He keeps striking at Xehanort, who is barely able to block him at this point. In the background... Goofy and Donald are faintly yelling Sora's name, but Sora keeps going as memories of the Destiny Island trio flash on screen. Like in the original cutscene, the other Keyblade wielders arrive from the graveyard. The voice is shouting his name continue, and his hand starts to glow with darkness, kind of like Terra's does in BBS. Mm. He knocks Xehanort onto his back and disarms him. He raises the Keyblade to stab Xehanort and finish him, but someone grabs his Keyblade from the side, and Kairi's voice says his name. He looks to his side and sees Kairi standing there. He blinks a few times, and the image of Kyrie morphs into Shion. Riku then runs up to him on his other side and tells him that finishing Xehanort while he's defenseless wouldn't bring back Kyrie. It would only make him like Xehanort. The darkness disappears from Sora, and he kind of stumbles back towards the group now assembled Keyblade wielders. Aqua and Mickey step in front to confront Xehanort, and the cutscene kind of plays out how it originally did. Terra steps forward, and Ericus comes out of him. Checkmate, Xehanort. Then Xehanort steps forward <laughs> past the Keyblade <laughs> Masters. Up to Sora, who's still shaken, and gives him the Keyblade, telling him that it belongs with someone who can stare into the darkness and turn away from it. Then the last of the cutscene plays out like normal. I like the checkmate, Xehanort. I wish Ericus would have said that. I feel like that probably was in the script, and Mark Hamill like looked at the director and was like, I'm not fucking saying that. That's, how, that's my canon of how it happened. Yeah, that's definitely how it happened. But I wish it would have. Yeah. Actually, no, you know what? That's not the canon because... Mark Hamill would have went along with it anyway, because that's what he did in the Last Jedi. He didn't true. like he didn't like what he was doing in the Last Jedi, and he still yeah, did it. He's true. a professional. He's yeah, a he professional. is. He is. Uh, Sean says the scene after the final world where the thirteen gathered to meet the seven. I would have all the hoods down. It was pointless to keep them up at that point. Yeah. We literally knew everyone in the organization by then. The only one who would keep theirs up is Sheon because everyone sees her differently. Yes, it would have gave away who it was, but so did the trailers and all the previous since prior. Just keep her hood up so Namira and the team don't have to make a bunch of cutscenes of what each one sees and, until that Roxas return scene. 
P.S. I refuse to believe it was a rendering limitations issue. P.S.S. I understand they wanted to emphasize Xanort was the big bad and the rest were henchmen, but they chose their side. She owns side as a special case as Witherhood. It would have been so much better to stare down all these characters in the face before the finale. It would have been cool. That's a, that's a good little tweak. It's not that, a huge tweak. That's but one thing that's kind of missing in pretty much all of KH, because it's like, even in like KH2 when they all appear on like the on the wall... You don't really get one where it's like all the baddies kind of in a line, very That's similar true. to like, like what we get in Cage Three with all the. But the I Keyblade also wielders. think that's partly because I don't know that Zemnis was a great leader, and so I don't know if they were ever like really all aligned in their goals. It seemed like everybody in the organization had like a different mini thing they goals. Were doing. That's you know true. what I mean? So I think that's probably why. Well, like in this one, it would have been cool to have it. Oh, for sure, for sure, I agree. I agree. Wildcat Diana. I have one simple ad that I hope Nomura is reminded to put in Remind. Just a small shot of Marluxia looking at Ventus for obvious reasons. I can understand oh, Ven not recognizing Marluxia because he is hooded in the scene they have together in the Keyblade graveyard. But Marluxia would see Ventus clearly from where all the Seekers are standing. Well, even Roxas. Just one <laughs> shot of one of the tall hooded figures gazing at Ven. That would have been enough for me in the game. Yeah, be Ventus or Roxas. Well, Roxas wasn't there yet. Roxas doesn't show up till after they all stand. Oh, true, true. Yeah, because they get into the fight first. Yeah. Mel from The Secret Reports. Hi, Mel. Says, I Mel? loved how in KH3, when everybody cried, their eyes turned slightly red. It's crazy how that detail alone really sells emotion that past games never could. So scenes in past games like Nominate Crying in Chain of Memories or Terra Grieving Over Ericus in Birth by Sleep or Sore Crying when he finally meets Riku again in KH2, all those scenes could be even more impactful if we could see their eyes turn glossy and red, just like in KH3. Also, it would be fucking baller to see Riku's eyes turn yellow when he's possessed by Ansem in KH1. Mm. That would be cool. We need, we need the George Lucas remasters of Kingdom Hearts <laughs> where their eyes turn red while they're crying and, the, and Riku's eyes turning yellow. Yes. Next one's from Black Havoc, who is Josh, that originally sent us the email. Oh, welcome. Obviously, the Merlin thing would be my answer, but I thought of a funny meme answer. In KH2, when Belle elbows Zaldin and runs off smiling, how funny would it be if after she elbows him, she turns around and kicks him square in the nuts? Okay, okay. Zaldin's eyes bulge and he drops to his knees, LOL. Take that. He says, P.S., happy to have caught up and was psyched when you shouted out the email. Glad you guys enjoyed it and looking forward to participating in the Discord now. So welcome, Black Havoc. We uh, we appreciate you being here, and we loved your we loved your email. Yes. Uh, and add 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 a visual thing I would love to change in a cutscene would be the first thing I thought of when hearing this question. Ven and Rox has seen each other for the first time at the top of the Keyblade graveyard. Thought their mutual hooms were kind of lame. So instead I changed it to where Roxas doesn't look at him at all. But when Ven looks at Roxas, he makes a face kind of like this. And there's the picture for you. Jesus Christ. What? Just let the existential dread take over. Just fuck him up. I agree. I think that'd be awesome if he was just like, why the fuck does this guy look like me? Yeah. yeah. Axel, why does this guy look like me? <laughs> like he's like starts freaking out. Or no, Ven would be freaking out. I, I I would like if it was like they both like like it's like in the, like a mirror type thing where they both like touch their face yeah. at the same time. They like they go like <gasps> bah! 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Skittles for Hannah says, not even saying this is a meme, but I wish Jiminy Cricket was seven foot tall and ripped in cutscenes. <laughs> and any cutscene in the gu- meme. And in any cutscene in the gummy ship, Goofy had the aux and you could hear his fire playlist in the background. <laughs> Hell yeah. Goofy I, does control the aux. Goofy, I've seen some of Goofy's Spotify playlists. Yeah. And they're pretty fire. Yeah. Uh but the seven foot and ripped Jiminy Cricket, I can't get behind. No. We already have that with Squall now. Yeah. He's seven foot and ripped. Uh, we have TK123456789 says, <laughs> Nice. First of all, I want to thank both of you, Michael and Jason, for your extremely entertaining and fun podcast. Thank you. I've been, I've been listening ironically since the third podcast came out in March and listening to your show on my commute home from work every Friday. <laughs> How's it ironic? I don't know. <laughs> Did they mean unironically? They're like, I'm, I love it how... <laughs> it's so bad. I've been listening to it this whole time. <laughs> it keeps me entertained on my way to work because it's so bad. Um, I'm sure that's not what TK meant. I, too, have grown up with the KH series since I was a kid. I remember getting my copy of KH1 for Christmas back in 2004. Oh, I fucking get it. Since the third episode, KH3. That's probably what they meant. Wait, what? Since episode three... But it's like, oh, KH three, like KH three just came oh, out. Oh, he's saying it's not. It's 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 ironically since KH three. Yeah, oh, he wasn't <laughs> making fun of us. No, okay. <laughs> Been following the story and all we the are juicy stupid. nugs of lore and theory since. For my answer to this week's question, though simple, I would have loved if during Vanita's death scene in KH three that he walked while dissipating into nothing. Oh, that'd be dope. Towards Ven, making us question if the darkness went back to him after Vanitas was gone. They say it all the time. You cannot have darkness without light or light without darkness. I think it would have looked pretty freaking cool. That would have been cool. Or like something where it's like they're like shooting a beam of light at him or some shit. And he's just walking into it as he like dissipates. Like he just doesn't care. I don't give a shit. I'm Vanitas. Exactly. Or just in general, you saw whatever boss that hadn't been defeated in the background while the boss you finished in the Keyblade Graveyard. Would have been funny to see shocked face on Zigbar or a terrified look from Marluxia or Larxene. Huh? So he's saying, like, oh, as, they do as like Luke Sword sitting there going, take this card, it might help you. Like, Marluxia and Larxene are in the background going, like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. They would have had to have done a bunch of versions, but I think that would have been dope. And he said, also says, again, thank you for making me smile and making KH talk continue even when we're waiting years for new material. Thank TK. you for making me ironically smile. Yeah, thank you, TK. We appreciate that. And we're sorry, stupid. Sorry we're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate you, and thank you for listening and catching up. Uh, or not catching up. You've been listening, ironically, since the third episode. So. <laughs> I hope you can unironically laugh at our stupidity. Yeah. yeah. Or ironically, I guess. Uh, Kyrie's bro says, if I could change any cutscene in KH3, I would just put Vanitas in the back. Three ants of fight, I was in the back. Final world, I was in the back. Superman video, I was in the back. Beautiful, beautiful. I love it. it. Mr. Labanth says, if I could change a cutscene, I would just extend the one at the end of KH1. You know the one. Soren and the gang are walking down the path and are all like, gee, what do we do now? And then Pluto comes running by with a letter that has the king's seal on it, and they chase him. I'd want to. What I'd want to see is in like 15 minutes before that, when they sit down to have lunch, 
Goofy starts chomping on his sandwich, and Sora says, Goofy, that smells great. What is it? And Donald goes, yeah, what is it? And Goofy responds, yuck, it's my famous duck sandwich. And Donald oh exclaims, what, it's duck? And Goofy says, bet you haven't heard from Daisy in a while. Yuck. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Oh, my God, Mr. Lamp, oh, that's dark. can do it again. I murdered Daisy, and now I'm eating her. <laughs> I'm eating Daisy, Donald, not the way you do. <laughs> <laughs> Jip214 says, simple answer, Mickey needs a shirt at the end of KH. True. That, That's I true. Mean, yeah. That's true. We don't want to see the mouse nipples. That's fucking weird. Do mice ass. have, like, udders? They have nipples. They have nipples? Yeah, they're just... Where? Like, like uh, Are they, like, lower? Or yeah, they, yeah. Like, chest side? I think it's not... Uh, 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 they don't have... They're not, like, up where humans are. They're no, like, no, no. It's just lower. They're more like tiny little udders than nipples. Yeah, but they're still called nipples. Well, right. <laughs> Why are we talking about nipples? I don't know, dude. Why are we not talking about nipples? Uh, the Music Box of the Night says, If I could change any cutscene in BBS, when Vanita shows up in Ventus' room, instead of having a chat with him, Ventus starts yelling like any normal person would when confronted by a masked dude that clearly just broke into his house to rob him. Erica's and Aqua hear Ventus's voice, kick down the door, wondering why their student slash younger brother is shrieking like a banshee. See and beat up Vanitas on the spot, consequentially finding out about Xehanort's plan, and the entire plot of the game is resolved in 10 minutes, so I don't have to play through it. How dare you? You know the box is always trying to get rid of BBS. How dare you? But the box needs to understand, without BBS, there's no Union Cross. That's that's factual. That's factual. And I don't mean, like, from a story standpoint. I mean, if if... Nomura doesn't keep making these games. He definitely doesn't make Union Cross. Yeah, 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 yeah. So fight me, box. Pandaven says, if I could add on to KH3, I would have liked to see Master Yen Sid and Merlin come down to help fight Heartless. But I was actually think I was actually thinking this was going to happen the first time I played KH3. Yen Sid brings back his old Keyblade and maybe Merlin too. I mean, if he trained Lee and Kyrie, he must know something about Keyblades. It would be cool if Merlin was a former Keyblade master too. <laughs> Just fuck it. Everybody's a Keyblade. Yeah, yeah, dude. And that's basically what KH3 is. Yeah. Uh, it's a bag-wielding Cheerthy, says. I would add a scene of Little Chef's Bistro burning down from Sora's poor cooking skills so I don't have to do the salt and pepper toss and those stupid eggs that you could mess up so easily. <laughs> the eggs are the worst. The eggs are pretty terrible. <laughs> just give my boy Zaldan a voice. like. Yeah, that's probably the big or one Or just take him too. out of the cutscene. Like, I'd rather have mystery around it. Yeah, don't take don't. both both Zaldan and Lexius out. Just let them be more mysterious. Like fucking a, like <laughs> right. They're guards who suck at their job. Yeah, so they, we've talked about this before with the secret report and stuff, but they're like confusing because they're not apprentices. They're guards, but clearly in KH two, Nomir wanted them to be apprentices, and then he went. Eh, they can just be fucking security guards by the time BBS rolled around, right? Right. So, I don't know what happened there. Well, it could have just been like, oh, they're like like, like hired, almost like mercenary type well, stuff. Well, right, but he clearly lists them as apprentices in the right. secret report. Yeah. They're one of the six apprentices or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, Zaldin maybe, but Lexius is dumbass. There's no way he's an apprentice. He's too fucking stupid. Yeah, you can't be that strong and that smart. Right. Ask Leon. He's not very smart either. Yeah, especially when he plays triple triad for like three hours and then doesn't save. Yeah, that it was Leon's <laughs> fault, not mine. <laughs> not mine. 
Uh, next week's question of the week, Jason, is it's a simple one, not one that's going to have like big answers, but what was your favorite part of the Remind trailer? Or okay. actually, no, no, let's, let's rephrase it. What are you looking forward to most about Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind DLC? I want to know what you're looking forward to most. Right. So let me know in the question of the week. What made you pop off? What made you pop off? You were like, Sony! Yeah. Sony! Okay, easy, easy, Sony! Speaking of HMK, What dude, made you grind up on another man that you, uh, you don't really know? Because you were popping off. Oh, my God. And <laughs> two of you left it in, and one of you cut it out. That's right. Exposed so what, a whole year later. So what, <laughs> what he's talking about <laughs> is when... Uh, at E3, before Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, the, the key there, keepers. The key keepers were at E3, meaning game is joint, Cyndaquil. Cyndaquil. Uh, <laughs> HMK, Dean, and Sir Skyward Wing. And they all were in a hotel room watching the Sony trailer, the Kingdom Hearts trailer. And they all recorded it yeah. and then posted their own reaction to it. But they all were in the same room, so it was like four different, like and not even takes. that, but like at the like side by side. What? Like they're standing like shoulder to shoulder, right? Right. While so everybody is in it. everybody's reaction. Yeah. And at one point, it's gamer's joint, right? Yeah, it's it's gamer's joint. He starts joint. rubbing his butt. He starts literally he starts grinding, like grinding on, on HMK, <laughs> and because they're so hype, he just starts. Grind on. <laughs> and you're like, okay, that that's they're friends. It's like, funny. It's yeah, funny. Yeah. But then Skyward was it Skyward Wing? Skyward was like over to the side. He gave you like a side angle. Yeah. So you could you could but see the full action. But he cut it out. Right? He was the one that cut it out. No, I don't, I don't Or was think... it was it HMK that cut it out? I think it was HMK that cut it out. So H- I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> one of them, it was funny because two of them kept it in. I don't think Dean you could Dean's see. Dean's was his. like literally just his face. Right. <laughs> um and he's just <gasps> one of them cut out the grinding, and so we thought that was funny that one of them was like, "This is some gay shit." I'm cutting this out, and so he always was embarrassed. If I can go on a quick tangent about YouTubers, hell yeah, Syndical, Syndical, Swindical. I just like Syndical. Syndical, Cynical did a stream where he was huffing helium every time he died. And he like posted like, "Hey, I'm gonna go live soon, and every time I die, I'm gonna be huffing some helium." <laughs> and and HMK, even HMK was like, "Uh, this isn't safe. This isn't safe, dude." <laughs> so you had an idea so stupid, <laughs> so dumb that HMK told you it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> also, there's a worldwide helium shortage, dude. You bastard. So maybe. Don't buy a thing of helium <laughs> to just huff it and do funny thing. I'll butter my nipples and turkey, nipples turkey and sandwich. You'll and, slap in the donkey. Right. And just to say that stuff in a funny voice, dude, maybe not. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> he goes. I bet he paid like $50 for that helium. He case. dies. And he goes, fuck butter my nipples. Oh, wait. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's not even a reaction at that point if you have to huff helium. Like, what's the point? Like, yeah, if, fuck. if you naturally go, oh, shit, Xanort kicked my ass, butt of my nipples, then that's whatever. But if you go, hold on a second, guys. <laughs> oh, butt of my nipples, Xanort kicked my ass. 
like, who cares, dude? Then what are you doing? I think what the funniest part of that would be is like after, like when you get into it again, and it's you start with the high voice. Oh fuck, fuck! Oh yeah, God oh damn yeah. It. When you're trying to play, yeah, 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 while you're playing, yeah. I don't know. I, I just I saw that, and I didn't watch the stream because I didn't want to. I didn't want to. Uh, Support it. He didn't want to like it. I didn't want to watch a grown man die on stream from Huff and Helium. True. Um, and it's funny because like everything on Twitter was like, "This is a bad idea, dude. Please don't do this." And I know please he did consult it. a doctor. I know he didn't. I know he did it. So he's also done with cage content. Never anyway, forget. Lastly, for this week, we have the secret Ansem report. Report, not the secret report. Report, because that would mean there's no Ansem. And that would be KH3. But KH2's secret Ansem report report. As read to us by good friend Blue Kingdom. In this realm, where all existence has been disintegrated, I have just barely managed to preserve my sense of self by continuing to think and write. It is a place where even time has lost all meaning. Eternity is but a moment here. I must make haste. Certainly their plans are already underway. The Heartless must be the key to unraveling this mystery. The six traitors were operating a laboratory that churned out those cursed shadows. Not only did they generate pure-blood Heartless from living hearts, but they then used those Heartless to synthesize artificial versions of the creatures as well. These synthetic heartless bore insignias and were called emblems. Pure blood or emblem, these heartless only act to fulfill their instinctive needs. They single-mindedly detect hearts and swarm around them. A human's command would be ineffective. The Heartless would easily steal the human's heart and use it to increase their own ranks. But what if an even stronger Heartless was giving the orders? If he casts aside his own soul and body and became a Heartless, would he be able to control the otherwise intractable Heartless? Furthermore, wouldn't he be planning to make use of the creature's instincts? If the heart-seeking heartless have their instincts set on a larger, more powerful heart, their ultimate goal is crystal clear. The largest heart in existence. The heart of the world. This is all conjecture. But it would seem he is utilizing the Heartless in his search for a path leading to the heart of the world. Secret Answer Report 5 is obtained after defeating Demix for the first time. Wow. In, uh, in Olympus. That just, made me, that just made me think, bro. What? So he's talking about how 
if you cast yourself to be a heartless on purpose, you could control the heartless, right? Yeah. Who do we know that can control the heartless? Maleficent, who's also lost her heart before. So you think Maleficent can cast herself as the heartless? And can time travel. So that's true. Maybe time traveling. Maybe time traveling Maleficent is, is it heartless. Yeah, that would make sense because she kind of just appears in Kingdom Hearts two, and you don't know how. Yeah, and then again in three. Well, two you don't kill her. Two you don't even fight her. Two she gets attacked by those heartless or by the nobodies. Yeah, yeah. That. Uh, but that would make sense if she was a heartless. Yeah. Wow. Uh, we do have a correction. I questioned last week in the secret report, wouldn't Ansem the Wise just be sitting there when Zenness and Roxas talk? No, you idiot, Mike, because he doesn't <laughs> end up there till way after because he's in Kingdom Hearts 2. He's Diz. Uh, yeah, I'm a course, dumbass. Of course. I'm a dumbass. I'm a dumbass. Yeah. So, anyway, this secret report, he talks about pure blood heartless. Emblem. An emblem heartless. So he's trying to give us some lore on why some heartless have little emblems on them and some yeah. don't. Yeah. Um, he's also talking about how Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, could have existed by casting himself off as a heartless and controlling the heartless and using those heartless to attack the worlds in the heart of those worlds. Yes. So it kind of explains the plot of KH1 if you didn't quite understand it. Or, honestly, I bet no one really understood it at the time, and so it kind of clarifies a lot of things in those in that secret report. A lot of the early secret reports or secret answer reports and answer reports in general are like clarifying things that they don't exactly explain in the lore, you know? Yeah. So this is this is the case with that one. He talks a little bit about how he has to make haste because he has to stop I must plot. make haste. But um mostly this is this is Fly like a lore building. So uh yeah that's the answer report number five. Not really much to dissect there. It's all pretty standard. Yeah. Just standard. Just standard. I don't know why I went to the Dr. Evil uh, thing when he's at the, like, father-son AA meeting. (laughs) Standard childhood, really. Lose lessons. (laughs) Ritualistically shaving my testicles. (laughs) It always comes back to Austin Powers, doesn't it? (laughs) Uh, me, uh, I want someone to make the meme of Crunk, saying it's all coming together. Me, anytime Austin Powers is mentioned on the podcast, it's <laughs> me. It's all coming together. <laughs> anyway, that was the uh, secret report. Thank you to Blue Kingdom if you read it. If you didn't, it, thank you to my old man voice for reading it. But I think it was Blue Kingdom. So that's my bet. If I had to bet money on it, Blue Kingdom read it. Yeah. Is there anything else we got to talk about? We we are going to have um, next week. There's going to be a couple different announcements next week about some stuff people have been asking about for a while. Some and, stuff and things. Um, one might have to do with what we're doing for our December slash holiday giveaway. Oh snap! Oh snap! Oh we're, snap! Oh we're doing snap, a big oh giveaway snap, oh for snap. holidays, and it's going to include uh, some of your favorite. Funko Pop statues. Oh, snap. And then we're also going to announce something else. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. A little cool. It's a little cool. It's a kind of cool. 
I, th I think people like it. We're, uh, yeah, I, th I think it's cool. I yeah. think you guys will like it. It's something people have been asking for. Um, and it's not it's not a Patreon. It's not anything. It's not huge. Yeah. But it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. It's a little cool. <laughs> it's it's slightly cool. <laughs> I don't know. You do that voice all the time. And I don't know cool. what it is, but like it makes me laugh when you go. Well, it's kind of cool. Like it's, you, it, it's you, like a it's it's slightly like like water boy ish. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but like it. It's kind of cool. There was one time you said it, and I keep I I'm hearing it in my head. I don't know what it was from, <laughs> and you were like trying to describe something, and you're like, it's kind of cool like that <laughs> and it makes you laugh every time i think about it i don't know what it was because i expect you to say something different like something more like descriptive or and you said it's kind of cool <laughs> time. anyway thank you guys for listening and watching uh remind go pre-order remind if you want i know 30 dollars seems like a lot but i feel like we're getting a lot of content for 30 bucks yeah so i'm not mad at it I'll gladly, and if this does well too, you know what I mean? Like, that means more. More. More Kingdom Hearts content. This will be the end of the show unless Sora is announced for Smash. Doubtful. On Thursday. If Sora is announced for Smash, insert Smash conversation here. Holy fuck! Well, no, we, we're going to record it <laughs> if it happens. Holy fuck, he's in, the, he's in the game. Did you see that? They said, wow. Sora, it's it, it's gonna be like Sora's not really there. He's just in the hearts of others. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's gonna be a Sora me costume, is what it is. Anyway, oh, feels bad. thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you next week and listening and all that stuff. Uh, join our Discord, subscribe on YouTube, uh, follow us on Twitter. Jason, hit him with it. May your heart be your guiding key. Thank you. Answer the question of the month. It always brings me here to the Discord question of the month. Sometimes.